we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Luke chapter 24, verse 13 and 15, 13 to 15, really just, um, just one, let's just go verse 15. It's just the base text from which we're sharing. And it says this, And it came to pass, that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. I'm staying on this um, because I feel of an impression um, to just drain this dry. This is the story of the disciples on the road to Emmaus. We all know this very well. They are on the road to Emmaus. Jesus walks up on them, has a full conversation on, with them for the entire length of their journey, follows them to their house, breaks bread with them, and it's only as he breaks the bread and says what he said um, at what we know as the Last Supper that they recognize it was Jesus. And that is a problem. It is always a problem where you could be in that kind of vicinity, that kind of proximity, sorry, to Jesus and not recognize it. And the sad part is that many of us in the body of Christ, that's where we live. Missing the voice of Jesus. And the Lord had me to stay here because we make assumptions when we preach. We would tell you, you got to hear the voice of God and you got to listen to God. And we say these things as a matter of fact, when the truth of the matter is, even some of us preaching don't know how to hear God. We say these things because you're supposed to say them. Oh, you got to listen to the voice of God. You got to hear God. They say, man, I want to marry this person. I believe it's my husband. But you got to hear the voice of God. But how are you supposed to hear the voice? I never heard him before. How are you supposed to hear him now? And it's even harder to hear him now because I actually like the person. When, you, when, you, when your flesh gets engaged, it makes it harder to hear God. And then Rev will tell you, listen, man, I know you love him, right? But you got to hear God. How? Whenever I see them, my heart starts beating faster. Come on, y'all. When I see them, hallelujah. So I come Rev, you just got to hear God. Really? If you wait in those moments to hear God, you're in trouble. Write this down. It's hard to hear God in the moment. Please take note of that. It is hard to hear God in the moment. So it is in your best interest to practice hearing him before the moment comes. It's in your best interest. Those of y'all who had your first 
date this month. Practice hair and God, y'all. Practice hair and God, especially if the date went well. You may be too late. Oh boy, you, you may be too late. They open the door for you. They pull out your seat, your chair, in, in the case of male, female, and you the female. Pull your chair out. Um, when you ordered something expensive, then, then open the eye big. They paid the bill. They walk you to your car, open the door for you. They didn't ask you where you going or if you want to stop somewhere. They let you pull off and they go in the car and they leave. Oh, Lord, you didn't broken. <laughs> I hear God. I hear God. I hear God. That's the one right there. They ain't say nothing out the way. Y'all better hear God, man. We got to learn to hear God before you get there. Learn to hear God before you get laid off and a job comes available. You ain't just, just boyfriend, girl. You got to learn to hear God before that because when you're unemployed and a job becomes available, any job that comes, that's the Lord. Tell the truth. God heard my prayer. God, look at me and my God. I put this resume. I even forget. I, you know, he's, he's like, I even forget I apply for this job. I forget. You forget nothing. You know, every place you apply for. But you know, we say these things to make it, to make it more dramatic. I even forget I, I fill out that form. And my God passed out on the pastor. And you say, you, and pastor, you say, before August, they call me, they call me. Big contract. You take that job on. Let's try to figure out what is this that I done? How I get here? Got to hear God. And I'm le- this, is not a, this is not a law. This is not a law. It's not a rule. My experience has been what comes first almost always is not God. Just put it out there. That's not a rule. That's not a law. I'm not telling you to apply that to your life. You just need... How I know what comes first wasn't God because I went with what comes first. And I found out. Boy, I missed that one. And now that it didn't happen, but 14 times now I stand to slow down when things come first. You don't even get it the first time, you don't get it the second time, third time, or the 13th time. By 14, I was like, you know what? Slow down, dancer. Slow down. Okay, let's give you, I want to give you six things um, to kind of, five things to capture what we have we've discussed, and that's probably going to be it. Number one, about reasoning. So God has given all of us the ability to reason, um, and we will always reason. You cannot turn reasoning off. You cannot. You don't have the ability. It will always be on. Reasoning will always be on. You will always, if, even in heaven, you're going to reason. Because you don't lose your soul in heaven. You only lose your body. That didn't go well. I'm not going to yield temptation. I'm going to keep on talking. I just promise you I can prove that. 
I can prove that. I can prove that there is still reason in, there's reason after death. I ain't gonna go deep. I could just go to that, the rich man who had a conversation and says, can I? There was still reason. Number one, your internal reasoning will always distort the voice of God. It will always distort the voice of God. It's not going to silence it, but it's going to make it to have a lot of static. So you think you hear God, but there's a lot of static in the line. And a lot of us have been suffering with static in the line. Where I believe it's God, you know. All right, that's number one. Number two, um, whoo, this is so good. I didn't say this last week, but I should have because it's so good. This is the review. Whew, so good. The volume of God's voice will not change. Let it soak. The volume of God's voice will not change. In other words, he ain't going to talk no louder. So you can't be like, all right, speak up, God. Because I ain't sure it's you. Come on, a little louder. A little louder, please. No. The amplitude of his voice doesn't change. In your desperation, don't make him talk no louder. Because many of us are trying to get God to shout to us. No, the song says, shout to the Lord, not shout, Lord. It's not shout, Lord. <laughs> shout. To the Lord. He don't shout. People who shout say, your intention is more important than me right now. Shouting always says, I want to hear you, or I want to get your attention more than I want to stay in my safe place. Shouting always puts the person who's being shouted at at a higher elevation. Shouting demands that you leave you to make them the focus. See, so God ain't a shout because he shares his, his glory with no one. Shouting makes you want to hear what I am saying. God says, no, I don't do that. You're going to have to want to hear what I got to say. See, when I shout, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I am, I have mastered that, and I'm going to give credit to someone. I learned this one time. I, I, I love church, y'all. I grew up in church. All I know is church. I love preaching, too. I love soft preaching, but I really, really love loud preaching. This is my truth. You know, I, I like hooping. That's why I clown with it so much. Don't I be cracking so great, but I love it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that kind of stuff. But um, I studied somebody, and the person who I studied one time, I didn't know I was studying them, but it was um, Apostle Leon Wallace. He was talking, oh, he's saying, and you got to understand that God is saying to you, come now! And he is going to bring it together. And I watched him do that, and then he did it again. And he shouted again, and he bring it down again. I say, So like out of nowhere, he's doing loud, 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 and it's gripping you. I, I just do that now. 
Yes, they're not going to be talking, you know, and, and you have to understand that the, the volume, the amplitude of God's voice will not change for you. I just do that. And when I do that, use, use, use close Facebook. When I do that, you stop from texting. Because you will know what you miss. Oh, you thought I didn't see you on Facebook. I didn't see you texting. No, I know, I know you texting. I know you texting. I know you on Facebook. I know you shooting little videos. And you're shooting my word. You, you're caught in something else. I've seen some of y'all there. Put that on your status. So I, <laughs> I throw my little shout in because I really want your attention. God don't want your attention that much. You have to realize you need him. <clears throat> no, he ain't going to come to where you are because then you'll be able to flesh and manipulate him. So he will demand. There it is. I didn't even mean to do that just now. Glory to God. That, I really, I wasn't even playing this. I'm serious just now. He, he will demand that you got to lock in. Someone please ask me to prove it. Yeah, Elijah gets mad. He gets mad. And he's saying, God, only me one left. I, 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 you, you, you didn't make me go out here. Go on Mount Carmel. And I didn't put this big show down. And now you didn't abandon me. And the Bible says, then there was an earthquake. But God was not an earthquake. And then there was a whirlwind. He was not in there. And then there was a still, small voice that forced Elijah to lock in. God wants you to lock in. We prefer to be doing things and doing God at the same time. We, that's our preference but watch this y'all if you want to hear you 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 ever been trying to be on the phone and watch someone tv at the same time but then something good come on But the problem, see, and then when you say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, you just get the remote. With God, there is no remote. So you're going to have to put that phone down. Mm. You're going to have to put your life on the side. You're going to have to turn down your agenda if you want to hear his voice. Because you can't turn him up. You got to fix you to tune into him. You can't fix him to tune into you. Isn't, it's, it's so amazing when you read 1 Samuel chapter 3. And here's Sammy. Sammy's sleeping. He, he, he's sleeping. And he hears a voice calling him. The voice never got louder. God, God didn't start shouting. It was the same voice. 
And a lot of us, see, when someone has to shout, what usually when I shout at you is because you have not stopped what you have do what you've been doing to pay attention to me. So we shout to get you to stop whatever that action is. That means whatever shouting at you, you don't have, they don't have your undivided attention. They feel like you ain't locking in. See, with God, he needs your lock-in. And the vast majority of us, we're just not locked, we're not locked in. No, we love him. Don't get it wrong, we love him. But we ain't want to turn this off. I got this Johnson family here. Sometimes we got to turn off grief. Because we want to hear God, and we want God to shout over the grief. Now, I wouldn't have preached this before last year. But I had to live through this now to learn, hold on, God didn't go nowhere. God ain't talking. He is. He always talks. Because in the beginning was the word. And the word was God, the word was with God. He is always talking. So if you're not hearing God, it's because you're not hearing. It's not because he isn't talking. We're going to have to adjust the airs of our spirit to lock into the voice of God. I, I, I heard this so loud. I will not pastor a church going through the motions where the only voice they have is my voice. I need you to know the voice of God. I need this house to know the voice of God. Um, there are times when the Lord will have me to insert things into your psyche, into your spirit, but more often than not, my primary job is confirmation and affirmation. is to give you that two or three witnesses such that every so that word can be established. And or even when I introduce, when the Lord has me to introduce something into your spirit, you still need that witness. So you need to be able to hear his voice for yourself. There are members that start off getting mad at me, but I think they get over it after a period of time when they type things to me on WhatsApp and they want me to respond to give them the confirmation, confirmation whether it's God. No, no. My name is Denzel, not Jehovah. No, I want you to learn the voice of God. There have been persons here, I ain't calling their name, persons here, um, they may be here tonight, they may not be here, who want me to tell them whether to take the job or not. No, I have a job. I'm doing my job. You have talked to God about your job. It's not my job to be your guide? What? No, the Bible tells me that if I become your guide, I am, I am working against the word of God. Because he sent you a guide called the Holy Ghost. Not called Denzel. So I'm trying to direct you to your guide. Not replace your guide. And many in the body of Christ, oh God, neither I'm just to feel too good. I sound to go deeper. Many in the body of Christ are in bondage to preachers who have become their guide. 
It's not my job. It's, it's, not, it's not my job to confirm to you, I feel like we're in the black, but I'm sure sometimes we're in the yellow. What do you think, Pastor? That's not my job. No, Pastor, I feel something in my spirit. Like, I feel, I feel like this is spiritual. Go pray. Go pray. Nah, yeah. I see what you did there. Let me put up my foot. Now I get fancy now. I see you do it. Good night, children. I pray you were blessed by the word tonight. Clap your hands if you were blessed by the word tonight. Thank you for tuning in to the life experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.